previously on Backtrack. <laughs> Every time the music reporting is confused, Brockhampton is like somehow behind it. Honestly, yeah. They're also literally selling t-shirts that have that say daddy like on them. So <laughs> Oh no. If you wanna stand hard, I stand I'm, hard. I'm okay. <laughs> All the people that you know now who did that mm-hmm. do that. Yeah. Because of J Paul basically. Yeah. Is what my fancy dress music does. What does crying in the club mean? Where it's like it's a sad song, but it's also like you're like bopping to it. Oh, it like, literally <laughs> just actually means crying in the club. Okay, yes. cool. Okay, that seems seems good enough. Can I talk about a very strange release? Yes. Um, this was getting a lot of coverage that I honestly didn't expect because they're such strange people, and I do know that. A hundred <laughs> gex. Gex like geckos. A hundred of No, them. no. No way. Oh, no. You didn't listen to their previous EP? No. The song... Was it 99 Gex? <laughs> literally, it was called, like, what was it called? It was called Dog Food. And it literally, like, because there's a song course. that's called 25 Vans and a Gecko. And it's literally, like, I got 25 Vans and a Gecko. One of the lines is, I got 25 Mans, but they dead, though. Oh, it's like a mumble rap flow. It's obviously it's a mumble rap flow. What other flow would be appropriate? I actually really like that song. Sorry, okay, Sammy. So they have a hundred gex. Yes. Short for geckos. They're made out of a hundred gex. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Who's made of a hundred gex? The people? Laura Les and Dylan Brady are actually just a hundred. Oh, Dylan Brady? Yes, it's literally Dylan Brady. Like Umru and Dylan okay, Brady. So made of a hundred gex. Yes. Goes. So they're all they're all friends with like the Umru family of okay, products. Sure. <laughs> I still have a lot of questions, but I guess we'll just keep going and maybe they'll be answered. Okay. So did I ever show you popular that song? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's Laura Les. Okay. So that's um her. Okay. Fine. And um literally I actually love this album, even though I would describe it as a manic episode on a plate. <laughs> But I really feel that that's the energy that they're going for, and it's very well-crafted and well-executed. Okay, so it's 100 Gex. Mm-hmm. Is the album or the artist name? The 100 Gex is their duo name. The album is called 1,000 okay. Gex. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I'm not joking. Literally. So many gecks. Yeah, no. The, when they were making the album, they kept on tweeting like a thousand gecks sounding like 10 million gecks or like <laughs> just like putting extra zeros on it. Oh my God. Like these are the kind of people that they are. I love this. Um, this is amazing. So basically kind of what their structure is, is either like literally like a meme. <laughs> I can't. There's so many gecks. Okay. Literally one of their songs just sounds like that meme that's like, you know, it has, like, that fucking, like, accordion, and it's, like, the joke song of, like, this is what shit sounds like, sure, and it's, like, sure, bad sure. production joke or mm-hmm. whatever. Okay. It's yes. called I Need Help Immediately. There's a song that's, like, ska, but, like, with electronic production called Stupid Horse. Okay. Um, okay, <laughs> let me just, like, give you... I need some context They here. make yeah, really, just... really cool songs with really, really catchy melodies, and then they also, just at the end of them, put, like, really hard breakdowns that are, like, full dubstep or whatever. 
Wow. Okay, show like, okay. me show me one of these gags. Okay. Hey, you little piss baby. You think you're so fucking cool, huh? You think you're so fucking This is Lorelai's. That's the one that's just a small truck. truck. Oh, wait, it wasn't dog food. Their, their first EP was called 100 gigs. Now it's 1,000 gigs. So maybe it's going to be 10,000 gigs. I fucking ghost you. I love this. So clean like a money machine, I am. Wait, this is amazing. I know. But here's the outro. Ready? And I love this, like, literal, like, static electricity synth. I know. That's Dylan Brady's thing. Gotcha. And here's, like, Dylan Brady comes in with the next verse. So wow. you can really see their, like, emo, like, mid-2000s influence. Yes. No, definitely. And here's the outro. I hope you're ready. Please prepare your ears. Yeah. Wow. So, like, a lot of the songs are just kind of like this. And now you see what I'm saying with, like, Manic Episode on a Plate. Gotcha. Like, here's 745 Sticky. Mm-hmm. And then the outro is... Wait. <laughs> Ready? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Okay. Here's the crazy thing. Like, that still takes a lot of effort to produce. I know. They're really good at it. Like, every song on here is, like, actually amazing. That's what I'm saying. Wow. It's so executed. This is crazy. This is, like, like it's just nuts to think, like, oh, like, you know, we have, like, emo stuff. And then, you know, fast forward, fast forward, fast forward, SoundCloud rap. It's, like, what if we had, like, emo stuff and then static electricity and, and then a big like piece a of metal waving meme. back and forth. And then 2004 ska. YouTube culture. Literally, and dubstep. They have like a, a virtual self ish era song yeah. called yeah. I, like XXX. I would with a U never stop with a O with a Mo O. <laughs> uh, oh, U gotcha. with an umlaut. XXX. They all have underscores. And. Yeah, there's a song called Gek 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 where it's just this weird computer voice saying Gek 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 That feels right though. Like not on beat to the rest of the song. And yeah. So And you're saying this got a lot of coverage on the music blogs. Yeah. You love to see that. Yeah, honestly, yes. Also, trans rights. Love Laura Les. What? Oh. Okay. Cool. Literally. I strongly suggest that everyone listen to this whole album. I know it's super abrasive, but like literally also you might understand why when I was getting like, I don't know, three hours of sleep all night and like biking back and forth from the furthest building on campus that like this would be my soundtrack. Yeah, Yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah, like favorite songs, definitely Money Machine, uh, Gek To You, which is the last one is... Great. We stand Hand crushed by a mallet. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Ringtone. Ringtone is actually, like, kind of cute. Um, I trust you. 100 Decibel Cloud is really good. It's actually... These are wild song names. Like, yeah. just, like, step back and listen to what you're saying. I know. They sound like gamer mice. <laughs> <laughs> like, actually, though? Hyperion Fury. Yeah. <laughs> um... But yeah, literally 100 Decibel Cloud is exactly the emo like shit that they were leaning into, but it's like fully executed with the static electricity type synth. I like, I know here I am just gushing about this really weird ass album, but like, it's actually that good. It deserved all that coverage and more. Dang. Stream 100 gex. Stream 1000 gex. 
stream 10,000 gigs. <laughs> stream as many gigs as you possibly can, please. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to another artist. <laughs> wow, can't stop, won't stop. <laughs> um, Mario'd, Mario'd, still not sure how to say it, but I would love to know because I love them. Um, <laughs> has a new EP already, um, the Mars EP. It's short and sweet. It's only uh, three songs. And honestly, like, I'm following them on Twitter, and it's like, damn, they're doing the visual art, and they do, like, commissions and stuff, like, for visual art, and they're doing this at the same time. And this album art slaps. And anyways, I love this EP. Still streaming. I don't know how people are able to put out songs this quickly, but go off. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. Madian. Dude. We talked about 2012 names. Yeah. That well, was your chance. Just like New Music Friday, we're randomly squishing it in in a place where it shouldn't be. It's towards the end of yes. this. That was honestly, like, offensive to Maddie. Yeah. So Maddie like, returns what? from, like, shelter and adventure after, like, years. And then you're like, okay. Anyways. So, Maddie released a new single called All My Friends. And it's so good. It's actually really good. It sounds like he's starting a new era. It's, like, very, like, it's a lot more pop than I think his, like, previous stuff was. And I'm really excited to see what the direction is. It is a lot of pop. I mean, I, yeah, I feel like we've watched a lot of different electronic artists, like, transform themselves They've, like, reacted to what is happening now mm-hmm. in music and, mm-hmm. like, the fusion that's occurring between, like, pop and electronic. And, and rap also, Whether yeah. that's... Well, for them, for these a lot of these producers in general that yeah. are, like, they were based in electronic music. Yeah. And so watching yeah. these artists kind of, like, choose... Not choose. I don't know. Watch them... Watching them do stuff either at, whether it's in like fully the pop realm like super trend or mm-hmm. like keep going their same like staying the course it's been interesting to watch that and i feel like someone as talented and like influential as Madion, it's gonna be like oh, we're just gonna wait and see what happens yeah. you know is all i'm saying yeah That's i really feel that. On that like anna luna like still releasing like yes. very solidly electronic things exactly yeah mm-hmm. yeah um okay so kind of Kind of turning it down a little bit. We have some R&B-esque kind of smooth vibes. Starting with Amber Mark has a new single, What If, and it's much slower than Mixer, which is still such a bop. But I also love this new song. And the Oh Mys, who I think I found them through some collaboration with Chance the Rapper, as I am wont to do. But they have a new <laughs> single with Solomon called Too Far, and it's really, really pretty. Um, and then my friend... S, just kidding, Sarah. Hey, what's up? Showed me this new single called Hard to Believe by Kindness. And it's very kind of smooth, funky kind of vibe. It's almost like FKJ, actually, a little bit, but like pumped up to be more, I don't know, disco y. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and they use they, them pronouns. So Yeet. we stand. Um, wow, and really then Shay, that. did you say Yeet? Yeah, I did. Wow. A moment of silence for that. It's really leaked back into my uh, speech. And for some reason, it only happens when I'm talking about trans things. Cool. 
More things to unpack later. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so Shay Leah was a collaborator with Kate Trinata and then came out with this really awesome EP. Well, she did more than that, but I know her because the collab with Kate Trinata. And this song, or this EP, has Kate Trinata on it and Bad Bad Not Good, but that is like weirdly the slowest song on Mm. this whole situation. And the rest of it is like very fun, dancey, soulful R&B kind of situation. Like, um, Izzy Bizu. The artist that I showed you that you were like, oh, this is kind of like weekend, the weekend vibes. I'll listen to it. Oh, instead. yeah, yeah, It's yeah, kind yeah, of like yeah, that, yeah. but like a little bit brighter. Um, so, yeah, super down for that. What else? Um, Jean Doe um, released a new song, Anytime, with Kehlani and Romderful. Wow, um, Kehlani. Yes. I, I knew of Jean Doe because of the collab with Mickey Blanco, Loner. Mm-hmm. Although, like, this... And, like, Jean Doe's, like, solo stuff is, like, honestly completely different. It's a lot more, like, slow and, like, Mm R&B. And this is, like, very, very solidly R&B. A Kehlani collab, I think, is gonna... Yeah, kind of, like, Sid vibes a little bit. Mm. Um, But, yeah, nice and, like, slow. And, honestly, I kept on playing it a lot recently because of this stupid heat wave. You know, it's like, I want to listen to some fun pump-up stuff, but also I can't be moving around like that yeah you i really can't, i literally cannot move it's so hot that you have to like stay completely still and hope that like the surface area of your skin will cool you down yep <laughs> it's yep great so perfect jam to lay on the floor yeah. and listen to these slow guitar riffs truly also similar situation to the kuko song bosa no se no se you know um, but it kind of reminds me of that one like Ipanema song that I loved off of that other EP where I was like, no skips, y'all. Um, but it also, for some reason, reminds me of like Boy Pablo, even though I know it's not Boy Pablo. I'm just like having trouble. I'm actually like, wait, can I play it? I like literally don't know like what to. Yeah. I mean, I know why I think of Boy Pablo. It's because it's like guitar and then like the way the harmonization kind of happens. I know that. But it's also like hip hop. Yeah, ish. I don't know if I love you. This is very Yeah. I don't know any other Kuko songs, so I'm glad you clarified that for me. Oops. More on the slightly funkier side, there's also a Jay Wilde album, EP. It's called Bloom Series, and it's basically like a lot of the singles that he's been releasing lately and then like plus a couple others and then like a bunch of fun like outtakes so there's like a remix there's like an edit of like some of the songs and honestly they're all really fun wait what do you mean by outtakes like bloopers um like just singing off pitch you're like oops (laughs) (laughs) no i mean like alternate versions you know, oh, like, okay, okay, there's, yeah. like, an edit, there's, like, a demo, there's, like, a remix, you know? Okay. They're, like, they're just alternate versions. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Not trying to say that they're, like, worse than the other ones. I don't yeah, know. That's yeah, not what I'm saying. Yeah, you did that. Um, Outtakes, man. Bloopers. Mistakes. <laughs> but only you know I don't No, I know, I know, I know, I know. But, okay, anyways, moving on to some rap stuff so a lot has happened in rap obviously june is pride month but it is also unofficially officially unofficially black music month so there's a lot going on in the whole scene like don't even know where to start j cole featured on like a billion different songs dj mustard's muse yg came out with an album and it's like pretty much 
what you would expect. It has like a confusing intro where you're like, I have no idea where this album is going. Then there's like a really catchy song that's also kind of problematic, which is Keisha Had a Baby. It's so catchy and I feel terrible about it, but it's so catchy. Then actually it was dedicated to Nipsey Hussle. So that was new and different and kind of empowering. The album or Keisha Had a Baby? The whole album. Okay. Which is why it's like confusing because you have to weigh that against like the Keisha Had a Baby stuff. But you know. Mm-hmm. it's that's all that's who yg is you know you take the good with the bad kind of thing um but anyways what else happened tyler the creator obviously came out with an album and i know we already talked about it but i just want to add in like some final thoughts because i obviously like i said listened to it after everyone else had literally already like commented on it so yeah i know that yeah i don't know but it was really cinematic i thought it was like really cool you know how like normally we listen to albums and we listen to songs and you and I will kind of like talk about the different instruments in them Mm -hmm. because you can kind of see how it breaks down I can't do that with like a movie because I don't know enough about film and so it's hard for me to break down like oh this shot is doing this type of thing yeah that's how I felt about this Tyler the Creator album like there was so much going on that like orchestrated together to like create a cool vibe Mm -hmm. that I was like having trouble like picking apart exactly what I wanted and then I also didn't want to you know I was like I'm just gonna let this vibe like happen to me and I felt like that was really cool and then the other thing that I like really really loved was obviously if anyone has been in one of these like non-relationships that Tyler the Creator is like talking about you'll like instantly love this album so Mm. like I instantly love this album (laughs) because yeah and I just I felt like it encompassed that in so many different ways like the instrumentals of the different songs kind of like had similar vibes when they were like calling back to a specific part of the relationship yeah like earthquake the the theme comes back later on but it's kind of like morphed a little bit yeah um and i thought that was kind of like oh you're kind of like repeating the same thing sort of vibe and then you like don't really know if the song is like it stops and then it almost starts like it sounds like it's starting over which I felt like also captured this kind of like semi-repetitive, like I don't know where I am at the beginning and the end of the middle of this whole like situation. Yeah. And that was also really good. What else? Um, oh, Jared Carmichael. You didn't even talk about the interludes, my dude. Yeah. I mean, you didn't know who Jared Carmichael so yeah. was. fine. But it, he has like the Carmichael show. They're like frequent collaborators. But I feel like Jared Carmichael is kind of like this person who, at least on the Carmichael show, is like, I'm going to say what I feel even if it's like controversial and not in like a super annoying way and like a I'm like thinking this through and this is like a thought experience experiment sort of thing yeah and I felt like that was like a really great compliment to who Tyler the creator is as an artist do you know what I mean like so I felt like that made sense to to do Mm -hmm. like to have that be like the spoken word partner thing I really feel like it's because when we were covering it, it had just, like, just come out. And also, I... No, this is, like, you... I don't have the background, you I know, know, I know. Like, I feel bad. And, like, the reason I'm adding this back is because, like, I feel like I should have, like, been able to tell you this, like, when you talked about it. You know, yeah. like, Jared Carmichael is, like, very, like, insightful, funny, like, contrarian, dark. And, like, that is, like, very... I don't know. Like, th- things like that... I felt like we're an important touch. And then it also like stylistically like magic one really like harkens back to his older stuff. Like oh, with yeah. the really super pitched downs, yeah. things like that. And it even has the literal like left at London made fun of that like atonal like synth that just comes out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It had that too. Like I felt like it did 
it wasn't like what a, you would expect a Tyler the Creator album to be. But when you listen to it, you're like, yeah, like I feel good about the fact that Tyler the Creator made this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm happy about it. It makes sense. I feel good about it, and I'm ready. Like for Except the, the CeeLo Green, but yeah. Oh, I thought about that. I thought about that, and I have come up with a solution. I think Andre 3000 should have featured on it instead. Oh, yeah. No, we were talking about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that is my solution, which I also didn't say because I hadn't listened to it on the last episode. That's what should have happened. Did Andre I not 3000. mention that? Instead? No, we did. And I just was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. CeeLo Green, we don't stand. But I had, didn't come up with like a good solution, I don't think. It's perfect for Maybe an I Andre did. I don't know. I don't really know. If yeah. But yeah, so that's how I feel about Tyler, the creator. Anyways, moving on to more recent stuff. Denzel Curry. Few new singles, and I'm really ready for the album. Didn't Denzel Curry have an album like last year, last summer? Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, yeah. forgot about that. Also, Denzel Curry's friend IDK also had a new single called "Digital," and IDK is really making the most of 2018. I'm very big fan of this kind of like bouncy sort of situation. I feel like the the new or rappers on the scene or the ones who are like getting really, really big. IDK, please mm-hmm. don't like kill me for saying you're like new on the scene um but i feel like it, it's like going from like soundcloud out to this more bouncy kind of flow and like kind of like still saying emo stuff yeah but it's not as like it's not sad, juice sad. world brand yeah yeah and like i'm really down for that kind of thing juicy juice brand yeah also i'm pretty sure idk is from maryland virginia dc oh, or cool. something so Baltimore. i'm into that possibly also salon remy other rappers this is just another single it's not actually related but mm. shake dat jello came out i love seeing salam remy without nas like they're frequent collaborators oh. and so like it's great to see like that not happening but it's kind of cool it samples like the you know the jenny from the block song by jennifer lopez where it's like i'm so i'm so whatever mm-hmm. so it has this like kind of like whistling thing in that beat and so they like bring that into this one but then it's like shake that jello like jello like the food but like j-lo get it oh okay yeah no so it's pretty cute and then kiera love has a song called put you on and she is 17 years old because she says it in the song and i was like wow this is pretty polished it's like her first single she just like raps on instagram and is like really good because it's like if you just rap on instagram it's like okay cool 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 mm-hmm. but this is like a really like finished song and i just like found myself continually listening to it it also happened right after another song on new music friday that i was like really into so like that may have contributed but i was like not mad when it was playing so here we are let me show you how to get some money i'll put you on let me show you how to get some money i'll put you see like this is a real song yeah yeah like, there's like kind of like a doubler effect on her voice which is like kind of like demo-ish but like this is good honestly i don't mind it Look at this. Yeah, it's not like a. I get it. It's cool because she's 17. You know. Yeah. So good. You know, like it's not even just like, oh, I like put a beat on and that's it. Like the delivery is good. Like, like there's like breaks in the beat that makes sense with the flow. Like it's just the, it's there. It's good. There's like a thought of like. Wh- how to say all of those consonants that they like punctuate well with the beat yeah yes yeah so good yeah also i guess this isn't really like rap but it's sort of like experimental and features a lot of rappers so it's going in here flying lotus 
had an album and it's like a big 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 album it's so long and you need to like strap yourself in like I feel like a lot of albums kind of like I strap myself in but I don't like move anywhere you know I'm like waiting for the music to kind of like happen at me Mm -hmm. but this one you need to like go out and meet it there if you really want to like be able to get anything from it and that's kind of why it took me a long time to get through because I would like repeat the song that I was just listening to because I'd be like I don't feel like I really got it Mm -hmm. and I also feel like compared to his previous albums he's sort of like threw his entire like synth and sample library like into the garbage or out the window and just like started from completely new so I was kind of like okay I need to like really listen to every single sound Mm -hmm. Um, and usually I feel like with these Flying Lotus albums, you're, or I don't know, really, but I kind of felt like sometimes when I listen to it, you like go through each of these sort of like vignettes and then you're kind of like propelled through by a single like non-context, context independent, I should say, jam. You know, like there's one moment on the song that's like maybe two minutes long and that's, that jam is like sick and you're like, okay, I'm ready. To, let's keep going. Let's keep going. I, mm-hmm. I'm ready for the experimental stuff. Like I'm, I'm with you kind of thing it's like yeah. snaps you back in or like um oh my god like this song with kendrick lamar do you see what i'm saying like this is beautiful this is wonderful this is engaging it doesn't matter what's like before or after it like i just played this and everyone was happy you know um and i feel like on this album there's fewer moments like that like crystallized a little bit yeah and then I realized that was because I got to this song called thank you Malcolm which is like the second or third to last song and then everything came together and I was like okay now I see like okay like I get it and then even and I was like what and then the little like album art gif thing is like a picture of Mac Miller Mm -hmm. and it's like okay yep cool and like and then I kind of like got it a little bit because there's these really dark dark songs with like flames and like weirdness and like it could honestly be interpreted as like Flying Lotus's grief itself but then again he's also like mentioned that Mac Miller would like come over and show him all this insane new shit that he was working on and then at the end of it be like so like what are you working on and then Flying Lotus would be like oh my god I gotta like step it up like Mm. just because like it was so inspirational like that the level and like quality and just like amount of stuff that he was like always doing and so i i feel like that the just weirdness on this album could be i don't know any of any or all of that kind of coming together Mm -hmm. um and and that's not and what i'm saying about the you know not a single moment or whatever it's not that there aren't any moments like there are very beautiful things that really shine and especially when you look at it through this lens of like processing this grief or kind of like a tribute to mac miller Mm -hmm. it makes a lot more sense like there's on um find your way home if you look at the collaborators which he has in the album art of the last song like you can see like this person contributed vocals blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. it's like an acknowledgement thing you can see so on find your way home it's a lot of like previous mac miller collaborators and so they kind of like send him off in their own like special way like background vocalists and stuff it's not just like oh yeah thundercat i mean thundercat is on this album but like it's a lot of people i was gonna say that song that you just played i was like i feel like well this one is like that was from a previous album that was from a previous album yeah um but yeah i think like through that lens it just makes a lot more sense also he tweeted after that there was a version of black balloons which is with denzel curry 
um, that was Mac Miller and like he just didn't he was like I don't I didn't want to like put the family through all the like rights and processes and stuff which I was Mm -hmm. like that is super heartbreaking and like I don't know I didn't really think about that but it's so true that like you have to go through this whole situation to like release this unreleased song and it's like that can also like bring a lot of stuff up and Mm -hmm. I don't it, it just every part of this like release and also like commentary after after it and things like that I just I don't know it was emotional I think um and there's definitely still like mad weird songs on it it's not just like sad sad tribute the whole time yeah like there's a song with Tierra Whack and oh really she doesn't come in until like later but when she did I was like yeah there's really no one else who could have done that just there yeah um and there's there's a lot of like flying lotus experimental things like you would normally expect it's like boundary pushing stuff as well as a lot of like really beautiful moments they just instead of coming in a single track they come like around the borders or like right in the middle of songs as opposed to like a single piece that you just like slap it on mm-hmm. um oh my gosh also the end track i know i already said that it has like all the different collaborators but it like fades into nothing like the song fades into nothing and then there's like two minutes of silence and you just watch like the collaborator thing it's like a little page and it's like flowing in the wind Mm. like the like marauders map or something but I personally feel like every time I listen to a flying lotus album I'm like am I doing it right like like is this what I'm supposed to be like is am I listening correct like am I getting it kind of thing and at that moment Obviously, I had, like, just recently listened to the Thank You Malcolm thing, and I was like, wow, I get it. And then I kind of, like, mm. watched this thing, listened to it in my car, kind of, like, I was parked at that point. It faded away, and I just, like, looked at the collaborators and, like, read them individually. And that was a moment that was kind of, like, reassuring, because I was like, okay, I think I am doing this part right at the very least, which mm. is, like, sitting and listening and thinking and, like, reading. So <laughs> that was encouraging. Yeah. So everyone, I feel like go listen to it. Obviously, it's not as approachable as previous releases, but if you're a fan of Max, like definitely, definitely go listen to it. Mm-hmm. Also collaborators with Mac, and on a slightly lighter note, Goldlink has a new album that I'm not going to talk about because I just listened to it today, but like on it repeat. it literally just came out today. Yeah, it's Wednesday. But, um, but it's really good. It's so good. And I'm not going to lie. Like there's like features, but then there's also like just Goldlink songs and like all of them are so good. I'm so excited. So yeah, we're just going to give that a little bit of time to like, I don't know, marinate, but yeah. Yeah. Lighter news. <laughs> Shall we press on? Oh my God. Literally stay with me, San Francisco. I know. I know. I know. I'm sorry. But we're done. But it's no more rap. We're done with rap. We're going on to some sort of like guitar stuff that has guitar in it. So... Okay, yeah. Yeah. Starting with Boy Pablo, because there's, like, a new single. I don't know if it was new, but it was, like, a Spotify single. Did you know that that was, like, like a real way you could release music? Wait, people actually do new songs That's for Spotify things? That's how I felt. I always thought it was just, like, oh, yeah, this, like, acoustic Rita Ora cover or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. No, no, no. <laughs> but this was, like, real. This was, a, or I don't know. Maybe it was. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it wasn't. But it was the first time I heard it, so I was, like, pleasantly surprised that that was a thing. I don't know. Um, and then also, let's see. Oh, this girl band, this band, but it has girls in it, and I'm excited about the girls. I like them. Um, <laughs> named Muna, Muna, M U N A, came out with this song, Number One Fan, and it feels like really weird to put it like at the end of all of 
this talking because when I listened to New Music Friday, this was like the one song that I like really, really like gravitated towards. Mm. You know how there's like one song and it's not that it was like my favorite. It was like my favorite in like a specific way. You know how like you're listening, you're listening and then you stop. Yeah. And you're like, we're going to have to stop here while I listen to this 10 times. I knew there was a reason why I knew who they were. It's because M&EK did like a remix for them. Yep. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. But this is the song and I feel so, so good about it. I don't know why Nobody I said this has guitar in it, but it's here. I love when she's like, this is like the bad news. Of, Nobody loves me. I'm going to die alone in my bedroom. It's like, yes. This is like kind of like... If someone aged, Billy Ellis is bad guy. No, it's not. It's not at all like that. It's like if you were like a little bit emo, but also San Junipero. You know that Black Mirror episode? Yes, that's really I cute. know. Yeah. Pride Month. <laughs> okay, but here's the chorus. fans also like his fickle friends because this effect is yeah. very similar to them it's like nothing you've ever heard before shut up <laughs> i love that you know like yeah, that no. little riff is like so cool this synth is definitely different from yeah yeah i feel like if they weren't like kind of like synth pop that would have been a guitar and so that's why in my head I put them with this guitar. You don't have to. I don't know what I did. I don't know what I was doing, but it's here and now we can all enjoy. Oh, you know why? Oh, because they're kind of like Betty Who energy a little bit. Yeah, but that's also not that like. But they're it is a little bit Betty Who energy. I'll tell you that. But they're all queer women. Yeah, that's important. How did I not mention that until now? Wow. And then in an interview, they were like, we didn't really want to be known as like one of these like queer like girl bands or whatever. But then they were like, also, it's really important to like be able to see people like if I was like 12 and I was like looking at this like gr- group of women who like they're all out and proud, like I would have been so like down for that. And I was like, yeah. oh my God, this is so beautiful. Like, I love that they, not only did they just like say like, oh yeah, I'm here, I'm out, I'm proud. But they also like explained that they had like reservations about that yeah. because I felt like that was like. A lot of queer say rappers say things in, about that. Yeah. Like Zebra like, Cat's Leaf cool has said. It's cool to see them all like from every single genre because mm-hmm, I feel like, mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Anywho's Also, speaking of like hesitant queer vibes, <laughs> which is like my vibe, basically. Steve Lacey, <laughs> <laughs> Steve Lacey came out with an album. If, it was, if this was last week, I would have just been talking about a single, but now it's like a full album. And it's really, like, interesting. So I didn't really know who Steve Lacey was, but apparently, like, he's in the internet, you know, that group. Yeah, the one with Sid, yes. And, yeah, and then I was, like, reading about it, and I was like, oh, my God. Like, how do I not know who this person is? Like, has collaborated with Tyler, the Creator, like, Vampire Weekend, mm-hmm. Blood Orange, like, everything. Ooh. Yeah, literally, like, you Blood read it, Orange. and you're like, I'm listening to this song, and all of this makes sense. But then you're also, like, horrified, because you're like, oh, my God, what if, like, it's been Steve Lacey all along. You know I, what I mean? That voice was really in my ears. I know, but um, like that was like the voice that was like in my ears when I was thinking it. Apparently, he produced the song Pride 
on Kendrick Lamar's like damn album you know the one that mm-hmm. won like the literal like Pulitzer Prize or like yes. the Nobel Peace Prize or whatever Moir. and uh, it, but here's the thing though he made it on his iPhone 6 with with what I, I literally don't know GarageBand like I know they could have at least like provided the app or something like should I be downloading that I just felt like it was such a like for those of you who are like, oh, I need like XYZ gear. Sean Wasabi energy, honestly. But it's like, this is like, you just need an <laughs> iPhone 6. Like, Sean sorry. Wasabi being like, yeah, I just produced my entire album with this drink machine. Yeah, literally. I Oh, I thought you were going to go the opposite direction because he has that 8x8 custom MIDI fighter. Oh. Which is like super, super gear. Yeah. But you, you're right. Like, that's a better take. Like, he really, <laughs> he just needs like a drink machine. Um, But yeah, I felt like it was interesting because like if I didn't know that he was a collaborator with all these people I would be like oh it reminds me of like xyz mm-hmm. and it, it really does like in, encompass that but it has like a wide variety of th- like he sings on it but then he also like raps at the end mm-hmm. there's a lot going on there and there's like a really really good song like me and it's like how many out there just like me and it's like it's like by erasure energy like it's like i like don't want to lose my friends like i'm nervous like i don't know what to i don't know how to like be this person and it's a great pride month release personally because i feel like it's always good to be like out and proud and like happy and like wonderful and like exuding like your dream energy like glowed tf up but it's also like hard a lot yeah not just, like, because of marginalization, but also because of, like, feeling, like, internal pressure, you know, like, inner group shit, like, intra-umbrella stuff. And, yeah. you know, I felt like this was, like, and a nice... things where it's, like, why do people even need to know about this? Yes. Like... Yeah, 100%. And yeah. so I felt like this whole thing, not just that song, actually, mm-hmm. but, just, like, throughout the entire album, it kind of, like, had that energy of, like, ah, like, you know, I don't know how to do this like step into this yeah i'm figuring it out kind of thing both from like an artistic standpoint and obviously Mm. from a personal standpoint it's great yeah that's that's it we're done boom but we're actually not i okay sorry i'm done okay one final announcement because we're like talking about pride month uh sufjan stevens's pride singles Yes. Good old oh, yes. Sufjan. Yes. Um, I am mentioning them. Um, I don't listen to a lot of Sufjan because, like, that shit sad most of the time. And it's not, I can't Real just put sad. that on whenever and you just can't. start crying. Mm-hmm. Um, but these ones are actually really cute and uplifting. And please go stream them because they uh, benefit homeless queer youth in Detroit. So, Yeah. Yeah. People actually giving back to the queer community for Pride Month, huh? Hello, corporations? <laughs> rainbow capitalism, we don't stand that. Okay. Uh, rainbow capitalism could have written that sentence. Ah, okay. Anywho's backtrack time, though. Oh, yeah. That's we did what it. we do on this podcast. <laughs> we did it. We did it. <laughs> and I love you, but I can't hold you back. I'm feeling that you me I'm interested that you pick this specific remix. Cause it's fire. You know how I love the the claps. You know the. And I feel like this particular like layered synth is like so 2016. You know what I mean? Like yeah. very sound cloudy. Everyone loves the super sauce. Uh, 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 uh. 
I'm normally not into. I normally need way more like of a like an underlying drumline beat, but like this is so so good. I guess I always have loved like sound blorps, so maybe this is like still up my alley. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, so that is the RoboKid remix of Tegan and Sarah's Boyfriend, which is an anthem. We love Tegan and Sarah and RoboKid yeah, and the say. entire mentality behind this song. Dude, what so, if yeah. you picked uh, the fucking Lego movie song? <laughs> like, Pride picks forever <laughs> when they sang this anthem. Oh my god. <laughs> Everything is awesome. Wait, Tegan and Sarah sang that? Yes, dude. No. That's literally Tegan and Sarah. Way. Wow. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. It is. It really is. Pride Anthem. Um, Okay, but I really like how RoboKid transformed this song in a way that was, like, unique to that 2016 space, especially with, like, kind of that percussion and, like, drop. I don't even know, like, what to call it. But it was, like, very cool. Yeah. Um, Used definitely, like, a similar instrument palette to what was going on. Kind of, like, I think Pusher really influenced that time. Yeah, yeah. I think that Pusher was one of the first, like, few, like, feature-based things. But I really do feel like RoboKid was unique in, like, the sound blurpy things you were talking about. Of, like, those, like, big bursts. Like, in the, uh, the what, the Your Love remix, the yeah. Always one. The, and oh, my god! Especially in the RoboKid Whoa, leaks pack. I forgot about that. Like, in so uh, 2015, like, Squish and I Need You. I completely forgot about Your Love. What a great song. Okay, but yes. Um, really miss I Need You. Love that song. Yeah. Wow, so good. And it kind of reminds me of like the end of school sort of era because it came out in May 27th of yeah. 2016, which like I know that's not technically like the end of school for some people, but like for me that's kind of like, you know, when it starts like really ramping up and you just, like, don't have time to like look up new music and then like school is finally over and you're like, let me just like crack my knuckles and like download the last entire month of music. That's like how it was Mm -hmm. and so now I actually have like kind of positive memories associated with it with like that and those two Sean Wasabi remixes that came out probably not at the same time but I found them at the same time because of again that like end of school build-up it was like the 22 remix the the or are you thinking of the pusher one the pusher Mothica one you love that one I do love that oh the clear one clear yeah I mean that is all in the same playlist that is just like 2016 end of year yeah playlist but you know what I'm talking about it's like forever and then 22 which has like that mm-hmm. awesome sort of like doot da doot da breakdown yeah. oh my god so good anyway that's not my backtrack my backtrack is boyfriend and I like it for those reasons <laughs> um, um. Over to you. <laughs> wow, we're having some similar analysis energy. Um, but here we go. <laughs> Nails, hair, hips, heels, ass. This song is literally not real. It's not really back. I'm a big deal. Legs, legs, face, eyes, thin, waist, thick, thighs. You, me, you, wish, new phone. Who this? Pussy, puss, puss, give him cut. 
cunt, cunt, bitch. Mommy, yes, God, then you pop that tongue, bitch. This whole club is my runway, run, bitch. Y'all five, four, three, twos, I'm a one, bitch. Girl, what did that girl just say, girl? Girl, I don't dance, I work. I don't play, I slay. I don't walk, I strut, 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 and then sashay. This is iconic. work for free. That's not the tea, hunty. I'm just, like, letting this whole thing happen. And I might let you see. What you gonna let them see? My nails, Wow, it's so good. Yeah, it's very serious. Yeah, so this is like from Todrick Hall's latest EP that literally came out less than a month ago. Oops. Um, <laughs> uh, it's called House Party Volume 1. And so I actually didn't know who Todrick Hall was, but apparently he was like pretty like popular as like a queer like YouTuber. And I just, like, I've never been a part of that YouTube scene. I, like, found out about Troy Sivan through his music, not through YouTube. Um, Awkward. Yeah. Um, But, like, he's, like, pretty well known for, like, working with, like, doing, like, fun, like, drag shit. Like, he has this, like, collab with, like, RuPaul or whatever. Um, Okay, if you have a collab with RuPaul, that should not be followed by a or whatever. Like, I don't, I don't stand rude, but okay, there's but a whole... Na- now is not the time to, like, break that down. Now yes. is about Todrick Hall. Yes. Yes. And how, like, fun this song is and, like, the fun, like, ballroom references. And literally, like, after this song came out, um, I fully went to, like, three separate queer parties where this song was playing. And, like, I will admit that it might have been me and my friends who were just like, hey, you should play this song. <laughs> <laughs> like, you want to add this song to the so list? I was so surprised when they played this song. My favorite song. One of them was like the birthday party at the first you showed me the song, and the other one was like, here, okay, so you play Okay, so you just played this song at three events that you really the didn't have the authority to be playing. decided to play it themselves of their own accord because they realized that this song is pure fire. Okay, <laughs> cool. Okay, but, like, this song also has, like, a hell long outro where he's, like, blah for me, blah for me, blah. Like, it's, like, tongue pop for me, and there's, like, throw shade for me, there's, like, trade for me, there's, like, there's fucking clap for me, clap there's for me some snap for ones. me, yeah, those fan are for me, good. shablam for me. Shablam for me. Yeah, and so, like, literally when, like, everyone is, like, fucking turnt enough to do the entire outro, like, yeah. Anyways. I feel like... <laughs> It's nice to have this for Pride Month. You know, it's like the let's have a kiki, but like an upgrade. A 2019 makeover. Yeah. But let's have a kiki is obviously still a classic. True. What's up? It's Pickles. Leave a message. (laughs) Um, Anyway... That is going to do it for us. Uh, it's literally been so long since we've done this that I forget what to say. But follow us on Twitter. Yeah. Check out the playlist. Rate us on Apple Podcasts. Talk to us on Twitter yes. in addition to following us. Yeah. Let us know if we missed anything. Let us know in the comments what you want to see. Like and subscribe. See you in sometime. Yes. Bye. <laughs>